Today's episode is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. The goal of the CSB is to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity, all the while maintaining both accuracy and readability. With beautiful designs and multiple study Bible options, everyone, from adults to teens to children, could find a CSB Bible that they enjoy. Learn more at csbible.com. Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde and Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we're talking about modern medicine. Is modern medicine okay for Christians, or do we just need to trust God to heal all the things? Ready to do this thing, Fuller? Let's go. Ho ho. I love making you laugh. On a scale of one and ten, how caffeinated are you? Uh, Not as caffeinated as the last episode we recorded, but uh, I'm starting to hit the downer. I just wanted to make you laugh and throw you off. (laughs) Well, you did a little bit. I also accidentally, when I was like, there was like some dust right here, so I just like wiped it off and I accidentally hit the like outro pad. So if you heard a weird sound there for a split second, my bad. My bad. He, he got a little uh, OCD-ish there on the on the yeah, road. Yeah, it's true. So. so last episode, you threw down the gauntlet. The gauntlet. We have literally eight minutes and three seconds left to go because before we need to enter. Obviously, the this is like you show. know week three of this round of episodes, but this, this is the is. third episode that we've recorded tonight, and we had to record promotional content. Yes. for the Engadi Music Festival. Right. So uh, our YouTube viewers are probably like, "Man, these guys just never change clothes." We don't shower either between episodes. Well, to remind everybody, we batch record, and so this is the third one of the night, and like Mark said, we had to do promotional stuff for Engetti, so... Promotional stunts. And uh, the 100th review giveaway, which our listener, you That's guys true. all heard about two weeks ago. That's so. true. Anyways. And we had to talk to Janelle sometimes, too. Yeah. She's Anyways. watching some, like, baking, like, world's ba- worst baker's, yes. like, 90s celebrity edition yes. or whatever. Yes. And so it's, yeah. So, uh, what's your name? Uh, jo- Jordan? Jody, Jody Sweeten. From uh, Full uh, House. Stephanie. Stephanie, Stephanie Falls. Yep. And then the, the Sean's brother from Boy Meets oh, World. Oh, that's who that is. Okay. Yep. Okay. So and I don't know who he was. Other he was also were. in, he was the the son in Mrs. Doubtfire. That's that's what Janelle was saying. Yeah, yep. So, so Janelle's living her best life up there right yeah. now. So, hey, what, what 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 happened to your phone with the, the fun questions? Oh. The, yeah. Let's I dive threw it in, down on the ground. Let's dive into those. I threw it next to the Bali coffee bag. Because we sent, we seem to you get know. rabbit trailed on those questions. And so. Let's just jump into those. You uh, want to jump in that fast? The the, the never have I ever's. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so never have I ever. Oh, 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 see, this is what. (laughs) Bro, I just got locked out. You're you're out of challenges. Oh, no. I am officially. Well, hold on, hold on. There's a kid edition. Let's see if I can do the kid. Nope. I am a. Guys. All right, the app locked me out. We're going to go to the would you rather's, okay? Okay, so. Would you rather be an amazing security? Well, hold on, slow down. We're Russian. I'm not Russian. We're Russian. We, dude, we got less than set. Uh, if we have new listeners right now, we, we got to let them know we like to play this game for you guys to get to know us because we like to get to know you guys over in the face. Six minutes. Six minutes. We got six minutes left. <laughs> we have all I'm night, on homie. I'm on it. All right. So, would you rather be an amazing security guard or be a terrible FBI agent? I'd rather be the best Paul Blart that I could. Me too. Did you Let's like that movie? Did you like those movies? Paul Blart, Mall Cop, I've with never some seen Kevin James? I didn't see the second one, but the yeah, first one was second, hilarious. Honestly, you don't need to see the second one. Okay. First good. one was solid. Good. Second so, one was all right. Was 77% all right. Was of people said they'd rather be the amazing yeah, security Paul guard. Paul Blart, homie. So, would you rather never know what time it is or never know what day it is? I would probably say never know what time because then if i didn't know the day i might forget that we were podcasting i i already messed that up like i i think i'd rather know not know what time it is and just focus on is it sunny or is it dark outside okay that so 52 percent say never know what time people would is. rather know what time it is than what day it is no they would rather know but then you never know when your birthday is you go oh they'd, re- they'd rather know what day it is than the time is what they're saying oh uh, wait i would never they never know. know the time 
Right, but, right. So you right. know the day. I'm just, I'm just saying that's that's lower percentage than I thought. Yeah. So all right, last one. Okay. Would you rather be in the summer Olympics or be in the winter Olympics? Hands down, summer. Summer. I think I would do the winter because I've always really? wanted to do the bobsledding. Well, okay, okay. So would you? Are we talking like Jamaican bobsled? Or are we talking about like the skeleton? You know, I'm talking about the skeleton where it's a single man bobsled where you literally, it's the, just. You mean the luge? It's just use some tights and some sheets of ice. That's the luge. The luge. It's called the skeleton. Well, look it up. It's also the skeleton. All right, I'm going to go with the, so the regular rather, so, Jamaican so bobsled. You want to go anyways, Jamaican bobsled if you did the winter? 59% said summer Olympics. All right, so if if we had to do winter, to be honest with you, I would love to play hockey. That'd just be so much fun. Yeah, see, I like my teeth. Hockey would be awesome, but... I like my teeth. Summer Olympics, what would you think would be awesome to compete I in? would probably do men's volleyball. See, uh, beach or normal? Beach. See, so, I mean, obviously, I love the game of soccer, but I love watching beach volleyball. Yeah, it's the dude, best. Dude, uh, who were the two dudes? The really, really tall dude I don't and the know. really short dude? You know I what I'm talking about? I do not know. Tall... It was a tall dude, bald, and then there's always a short dude who wore his hat backwards. And like, I don't know. I, I mean, wasn't that like Misty May? Wasn't that the that oh. was always the girls, Misty May and uh, whoever her, her partner was? I'm not sure. I know another cool Winter Olympic game though, curling. I was gonna say, how cool would curling? Be? Actually, did you know that I went to a collegiate intramural curling event at Notre Dame once? Wow. <laughs> All righty, so. I'm I'm serious. Uh, We're gonna hit ten minutes. Man, we can't, so dude, we can't. We bro, are I not, got stories, bro. We are not. We got a plenty of time. We got, bro, I got stories. We are not <sighs> drinking coffee tonight. I'm actually drinking the mango Lacroix. Oh, that's and, a good one. And some water. And you're just drinking aqua from. Just drinking, Aldi. I'm drinking Aldi water, man. My my coffee that I did not finish from two episodes ago is chilling over there. Cause I just got coffeeed out, dude. Like that was. I drink about a half pot today. Yeah. And I am coffeeed out. You read the review while I drink my water. All right. Uh, this review comes from JB52900. It says, five star, what a blessing. Been listening to this podcast for about a month now when I found Mark and Chris on Spotify by searching Christian Podcast for my drives to and from work every day. And man, what a great decision that was. I love the fact that on any issue or question I may have, I can immediately find an episode that covers it. I appreciate the amazing attention to detail and care they put into each episode and the use of so much scripture for all their points, the banter and laid back conversation at the beginning of each episode and the fun facts at the end make for great bookends for the discussion. I look forward to future Thursdays for the new episodes. Keep doing what you're doing guys. Thank you. See, we like the banter. Thank you, JB5290. I know, but I threw down the gauntlet. Well, guess okay. what? So now we got a couple I minutes of banter. Minutes about, see? All right. So check this out. I just opened up Spotify, right? Okay. And I will say, it's shocking to see how many of you guys have found us through Spotify. It's awesome, which actually. Which is legit. We have 321 ratings on Spotify, what, dude. What? What are we all? Five stars or what? No, nah, it's 4.9. 4.9 stars. Which, Thank you for the non-five stars. To be honest with you, it's not a bad thing because then it shows people like, there's oh, there's some four stars. It's not like a thousand five stars where people are I, just I just like, would like to know why, right? What, what what makes people decide a four star over a five star? Just curious. Reach out to us in the Facebook oh, group. This is hilarious, dude. So what? I'm scrolling through Spotify right now, and sure. we have a couple episodes that are flagged. What? Because of you can learn more about COVID nineteen. Like what? Because they think that we're spewing off something. So one of them is about the Christian response to the world around us out of COVID. Obviously, we had the COVID conversation. Sure. And then we did about ten questions reflect on this past year. Wow. And I don't know why that one we is probably, flagged for because we probably mentioned COVID in it. But it, it, no, it's more just reflect on the year. We we say the year happy twenty twenty two. Um. Yeah, because we New Year's resolutions. I don't know how that mug got flagged, bro. I don't know. Whatever. All right. I, I don't know. But you know what, dude? I it have to is say, what it is. It's been a lot of fun to hang out. We say this every single week. But like our Instagram, fun fact, our Instagram, we've officially crossed over 1,000 followers on Instagram. We're nice. getting close to 1,100. Facebook, I don't remember how many followers we have over there. Yeah. In the month of June, we gained like 40 subscribers on YouTube. We're up uh, 312, I believe, on YouTube. And at date of recording, we are just, I think, under, just under 200 people who are connected with us over on Facebook. It's over 200. Is it 200 now? now? It's over Last 200. time I checked, it was like 198. Nope, it's over 200 now. Is it for reals? It's like 203 Shut or something up. like that. It's 208. Oh, wow, we've gone up even since I checked it. But, so, yeah. needless to say, dude, I just want to say this is something that we never thought 
We Possible? never we never thought this was going to happen. We just thought to it have was an be... online community. We just were pressing record and seeing what happens. Sure. And then we just decided to keep following God with what we wanted to do, and we thought these were cool. I mean, obviously, when we create certain content and how we write things, we're not dumb. But it's been fun. Well, <laughs> well we are idiots. That's true. But it's it, it's just been really cool to see this online community yeah. grow and right. blossom into what it is. You know, sure. And it, people getting connected, and they would have never been connected. Had they not listened to this show. Yeah. So, cool. so I'll, I'll say this and then we'll move on because it's officially 1024. Yeah. Thanks a lot. You got us over. All right, people. I'll say this and we then can we'll all move on. agree it was Mark's fault. And I, I am here for that. If you are over in the Facebook land or group or whatever you want to call it, RTC fam on T, RTC online community. It's, yeah. I think it's RTC or it's Real, Real Talk, Talk Christian, Christian Podcast Community is the group name. Yeah. You can find it just through our Facebook page. Click yeah. groups. And boop, yeah, you're right there. Search for it. But. If you are hanging out over there and you listen to this specific episode, it would be awesome if you would post a follow-up question or discussion inside of that group Ooh. so that way y'all can continue the conversation without me and Fuller having to figure out what I don't always put in that group. Yeah. That sound good? Sounds like good. That idea? I would love for some people to actually step up and step out and make themselves known and say, hey, I was just listening. I had this thought about this this specific hey, conversation. This is, yeah, this specific conversation, is this is what it meant to me. And maybe if you have a specific type of background based on your denomination or upbringing or family or parents or whatever, you can let us know if you maybe had some of these thoughts or if you thought a little differently. And heck, that. you all might just reach out and say, you guys are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and we're here for it. I, I mean, as long as it's long. Actually, here's a last fun fact question. No. With milk, what type of milk will you do? What's your favorite kind of milk? Not brands, what's your favorite kind? Okay. My favorite kind is uh -huh. different than what I drink because I'm currently dieting. I, what's your favorite kind? My favorite kind is the whole milk. 100%. 100%. Whole milk, baby. the best tasting in the world. All right. So let's Anyways. jump into today's conversation because we are officially at 12 minute mark, people. Let's Whoop. do it. All right. So this conversation actually came out of two different podcasts that I listened to and they talked about this type of stuff. Sure. Um, one of them is that I follow is called Ask Me Anything with J.D. Greer and they just ask him random questions and they talk about it. Kind of like Ask Pastor John. Yeah, basically, just just for JD Greer sure. and his church, so sure. it's pretty cool. But then the other one, which is this, really spurred it, and I was like, okay, maybe we, we there's something here that we can talk about. Can I guess? Hundred percent, unbelievable. Hundred percent, yeah. So they did a throwback episode with uh, William Lane Craig versus, and I don't remember the other guy's name, but it was a debate back in like 2012 or 13, something like that. Man, you were like in diapers back then, weren't you? Basically, bro, <laughs> I was in college. You were sleeping on benches down in Central Florida. <laughs> I was it's in true. college. Sad um, but true. I love it. So, but in that debate, they were talking about um, the validity for not just following Christianity, but you know, God sure. and and deity and theism, like those styles of debates that I tend to listen yeah. to. And one of the things that the um, the atheist professor brought up, and he's a he's he's a actual scientist. He's not just a philosopher about how so many times Christians deny science in the reality of, we say, oh, it's just God who did it. And we, if we don't know things, we say, oh, it's just God who did it. And he brought up a specific point regarding even modern medicine mm -hmm. that Christians refuse where science is going just to say, oh, well, God's got this, so whatever. And now you got pastors who are literally, you know, I don't want to say murdering their congregations, but telling people, hey, you need to stop taking your medicine because if God's going to heal you, he's going to heal you. Or if not... Your faith isn't big enough. You, 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 your own God, all these different things. And he goes, look, this is what these pastors are doing. This is what these pastors are talking about. The fact that we reject modern medicine. I'm like, okay, so let's, let's, let's read into this a little bit more and asking the question of, okay, do, does modern medicine go against God or do we need to rely on God? Or if we take modern medicine to our own hands, like surgeries sure. or chemo or, you know, the, the life expect expectancy of people has increased like crazy. Right. People used to die at like what fifty was like the average death age or something or even younger. No, yeah, some civilizations it was younger. I mean, depending on the culture and and the things they had to deal with. And but now yeah. we got people living over a hundred and late nineties. Yeah, yeah, that's and, rare. You know, I mean, I think the average lifespan is somewhere in the late seventies or early eighties. But yeah, right. But still, we have a lot a longer life for sure. For sure. But are we putting what God wills into our own hands? Because if we say, "Well, I'm mm. bulletproof until God is dead." And now we medicine. use modern medicine. We're extending our life. We're prolonging our lives. Are we, is, is science actually 
better? Or as Christians, are we putting too much faith into this and not into God? And I was like, sure. okay, is there something there? So I started doing some a, a little bit of digging. No, we and, do that here? Yep, and a little bit of research. And, um, you know, there's different groups inside of Protestantism that based on, I would say, what your you know denomination is, what your background sure. is, how, how much do you lean into certain aspects? Like if you're more of like from Bethel, and in that wing of of Christianity, there's a lot of spirit, like like Holy Spirit vibes, where it's like, don't get modern medicine, just pray over it and heal it. In Pentecostal, yeah, the Pentecostal apostolic movement. So there's sure. a lot to do with that. But I was actually doing some research, and a lot of splinter cells mm-hmm. have it in their doctrinal statements sure. about medicine. Sure. And so um, this quote, oh shoot, I did not <gasps> bring in what the actual name of the Darn. article was and where it was from. So I'll have to get that so we can add it to the show notes. Um, but I do believe it comes from religions, religious tolerance.org is where I believe I got this, this quote from, and it says the idea of medicine goes back to the idea. Oh no, that's why some people care. Um, okay. So the idea of medicine goes back to the idea of the sovereignty of God. If God is faithful and good and good gives good gifts to his children, why would he let us suffer? Plus, this is my you know terminology. We're bulletproof until God says so, right? So if we're supposed to live, God will let us live, and if we're supposed to die, God is sovereign and in control of that. And generally, I would say we don't see a lot of mainstream Protestantism, like like you know your Baptist, your Methodist, your Presbyterians. Like generally, those groups are totally all about modern medicine. In fact, most hospitals are founded by the who. There's the Baptist hospitals. There's the Methodist hospitals. Sure. There's the Lutheran hospitals. There's the Catholic hospitals. So. Yep. Obviously, a lot of Christians and Protestants and Catholics believe that, yes, modern medicine is a good thing to help people Sure, because we're in the helping people business. But there's a lot of splitter cell groups, specifically the Christian scientists, which we talked about with um, Tom Cruise. And what, what was her face? She was the actress for King of Queens. Um, she was big in the Christian science world, and then she recently oh, you're left. talking about for Scientology? Scientology, yeah. And so that group, and surprisingly, Jehovah Witness, they have it written to the doctrine that the use of medicine isn't needed for the Christian. But you'll always find people who believe that the use of medicine and prolonging life makes us into our own gods and shows a lack of faith. Hmm. And so I have a couple verses here where it talks about healings and health, specifically when it comes to gifts and prayers and stuff like that. So I have two specific passages that we're going to talk about. Then we need to talk about on this show of how do we handle these two passages? Because this is what sure. the Bible says. We need to be people of the book. So if this is what the Bible says, we need to follow it. Right. right. So how do we handle those passages? And then we can wrap up into the fact of are there counter arguments for it? And then what should we do about it? Okay. So I honestly, to be honest with you, I have no idea where this conversation is going to go. <laughs> so my That's favorite, why it's real talk. Let's just have the conversation and see sure. where it goes. So um, when it comes to James 5, 13 through 16, here's what it says. Is anyone among you suffering? He should pray. Is anyone cheerful? He should sing praises. If anyone is among you sick, he should call for the elders of the church, and they are to pray over him, anointed him with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick person, and the Lord will raise him up. If he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect. Or the King Jimmy, the the uh, prayer the prayer of, of a righteous, righteous man availeth much. <laughs> there you go. And, wow. and there was a Instagram reel that um, Jagger actually sent to me because someone posted this on Mother. If he's sick, call on the other so he will be healed. And this one person was basically arguing with Jagger. Well, if you're sick and you have enough faith, God will heal you. And if not, that's actually a sign of lack of faith. Mm. Like because it talks about the prayer of the faith, the the prayer of faith will save the sick. Sure. And if that's what the Bible says, that's what the Bible is going to say. Sure. And then continuing that thought, the Apostle Paul, when he was talking about 1 Corinthians 12, which we talked about in the, actually, that's how I ended last week's conversation, so I guess kind of fitting to continue it, where it talks about sure. be a living sacrifice, and then talks about the body. It says, now there are different gifts, but the same spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are different activities, but the same God works all of them in each person. A manifestation of the spirit is given to each person for the common good. To one is the gift message of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the message of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another one, the gifts of healing. There it is. Mm-hmm. So the gifts of healing is a gift from the Holy Spirit. And it's and it says, by the Holy Spirit, to one another, to uh, the, the performing of miracles, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing of the spirits, to another different type of tongues, another interpreter of tongues. One and the same Spirit is active in all of these, distributing to each person as he wills. 
So when you look at those two passages right there, mm -hmm. we see that if someone is sick, they need to call the elders. Now, that's, I mean, everyone kind of agrees if someone is, if this is more like fatally sick, not like <laughs> I got a cough. I need to call the elders and they need to come pray sure. over me. Or sure. if I'm sick, they've actually need to visit me. It's like, no, 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 no. If someone is sick, and this is actually like we can see in the Greek, if they are sick, they are not okay. They can't even gather with the church. Right. Call on the elders. They're going to pray over them, anoint them with oil, and then the prayers of the faith will save the sick person. And then you see right there where, okay, we, we have the gift of the Spirit is the gifts of healing. So therefore, if God gives the gifts of healing and the prayers of the elders and the righteous man, you know, availeth much, they're very powerful, why do we need medicine? It's just a sign that, you know, we don't need it. If, if, if you have, you know, cancer, if you're dealing with uh, anything that's like detrimental, like cerebral palsy or iron deficiencies or weak immune system, mm -hmm. is that actually a sign that you're either in sin or you're weak in the faith mm. or you just need to get your crap together, have some people pray over you and find someone to heal you of your miraculous gift? Because like you hear stories of, you know, pastors who walk into someone who's sick in the hospital and they literally like, you know, get out of here. You, you, whatever, like spirit of yeah, demon spirit. <laughs> and like, oh, then they, they were just magically healed. Is yeah. that a real thing or how do we handle this? Hmm. You know, and this is the conversation. I don't think most people, I can guarantee most people listen to this podcast probably never really thought about because if you're sick, you go to the doctor. Right. <laughs> if you have cancer, you go. Well, and it depends because we have listeners that are in the Pentecostal world where this is and other parts huge, of, and other parts of the country. Well, this is huge, right? Because I, I mean, I grew up in a Pentecostal type movement church, and and this is exactly how we believed, right? Is that it was so bad that we had a person who had cancer, and uh, and that's what we did. We had hours and hours and hours of prayer meetings, laying hands, anointing with oil, like that's. That was normal to me back then. Um, is that what we're supposed to do? Can God, well, let's answer this. Can God do, use that and, and, and heal that person? Sure. 100%. Yeah, I, I believe that. I also believe that when we're talking about the gifts of healing, Okay. Um, my belief, right? This is Fuller, Fuller's belief. Fuller's belief is that... Uh, Doctors and nurses have been given the knowledge and gifts of healing to help the sick, right? Uh, they've been researchers and, and stuff have been given certain knowledge and, and directed by God and led to things to be able to discover things to help people. And I believe that's God ordained. Um, I don't believe it's the work of the devil. Uh, I use, myself use medicine and go to the doctor quite often. Now, there can be things that are used for evil, and there's things that are used for good, just like in anything. Mm -hmm. um, would I suggest somebody not go to the doctor and just call on the elders? No. Would I say people should just go to the doctor and not call on the elders? No. I think you should do both. Mm -hmm. I think you should call on the elders to pray over you and to ask the church to pray for you, that God lead and guide and help the doctors find the solution. And if they can't, Lord, if it be your will, that this cup passeth from me, <laughs> so be it. But if not, Lord, I'm ready to come and face you, right? Right. And I guess that's where Fuller's opinion kind of stands. You know, and I'm, I'm thinking through the gifts. And, you know, Paul continues, and he says that, desiring the gifts are a good thing. Sure. Now we have to say, okay, so what is the purpose of these gifts? Right. Mm -hmm. And so you see right there that the purpose are is to, it's, it's for the common good, right? It's for the common good of the church. And this is talking about in the greater scheme of, you know, in, in our bodies, like, you know, there's the hand, there's the foot, there's the kidneys, there's the brain, there's sure. the neck, there's the elbow, there's mm -hmm. the, the, um, the, the weenus, which is the little part of your elbow right there. Right. Like we have all these remote body parts and we're like, okay, this makes up the one body to do do the good of what the body needs to do. And the same sure. way for the church, there's so many different gifts that people are able to give. So what does that actually mean? And, you know, in some regards, it talks about the gifts of healing. And I read some commentators where they're talking about breaking down how the word was used and that it's actually slightly different than the gift of healing, but gifts of healing. Mm -hmm. So does that mean at certain points at certain times hmm. they were given gifts of healing? Because you see... You know, back in the specifically the day of the apostles, you know, the woman who 
you know, bled for her entire life, touched the robe of Jesus, and Jesus sure, said, I felt my power leave me. Right. Who touched me? Well, we can also see that there was healing. And then the layman, the lepers. I mean, there's been. But even Peter and James and John, they were doing miracles and, and silver and gold have I none. Right, and you know, stand up right. and walk, and people were even trying to get into the shadow of Peter because right. he was healing people. So, sure. you know, every time we see the gifts that were used specifically with the growing of the church, they were to just do that. They were to, sh- they, they were signs and wonders that were promised to show them that yes, this is the Messiah, this is the way, this right. is the truth, this right. is the life. You like that? And then coming out of that into the New Testament church is about building up and edifying, and again, continuing what the church actually is. So then the yes. question becomes: is since there's you know, the formation of the canon, and since there's the, the creation of the church, have mm-hmm. the gifts, I don't want to say ceased, but more the fact that do we necessarily always need them? Mm. And that's where it's hard because, like, again, there will be times when people will have cancer. They'll go to the doctor, you have cancer. They go back, they're like, and it's just gone. It's miraculously sure. healed. And sure. I think there's something to be said about that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I think there's an argument to be said about, you know, when you when you combine both these passages, right? And, sure. again, I'm, I'm spitballing. I'm thinking out loud right sure. now. When you see James... It doesn't say call on the person who has the gift of healing to heal them. Right. What does it say? Call, it on, the call on the elders mm-hmm. and they'll anoint them with oil and pray over them. And then, you know, and, and then God will bring God, and, God, and God, God will God. actually, what, what does it say? He will bring we'll, we'll, them raise, up, raise them up. He will raise but, them up. But it says God, right? And so often I think that people go, well, I'm praying. Okay. I think of Benny Hinn. Okay. Right? Yep. Uh, the Lord is working through me and I'm going to slap people with my coat and they're going to be healed and slain in the spirit and all this. And it's like, Come on now. Really? Right. And come on. Yeah, but anyway, you're doing this in your power. But then if someone wants, if they follow that movement, read the book from, um, is it Costy Hinn? Is that his name? Benny Hinn's nephew. Nephew or something yeah. like that. I have that one on audio. I have not read that, but I heard it was really good. It was really good. Um, he was also on that uh, American Gospel yep. uh, documentary on uh, Amazon Prime. And I've heard, like, I actually heard enough of his interviews where when I was going through the book. I got halfway through the book. I'm like, this is all, like, I'm like, it's all the same stuff you said, so I'm good. So I didn't fully finish it. <gasps> you didn't finish a book? How no. do you know there wasn't something in there that was like a golden nugget? Well, I guess I don't get the golden nugget. You have to strip off the overburden to get to the nugget. To Man, dirt. but I, I got the idea. Most of that was just a show. Like when actual, sure. like Ava, like my daughter Ava, like if they would see real people coming up on stage who have real issues, they, they I, would they, reject them. Yep, exactly. Which I thought was fascinating. But you know, let's let's jump. Uh, so with First Corinthians twelve, we have to say, and but you and I both believe that the gifts haven't ceased. So therefore. How does the spirit's outworking we, work in this? Would, we don't fully know. We we would say that we don't believe we don't put God in a box and say yes, they have fully ceased. That we believe that they are still present, but not prevalent. Correct. And I would say that whenever you see these, it's for the building up and edification of the church and to grow the church. Sure. And most of the time, when you meet like those faithful prayer warriors at church. They're the most humble people in the world. They're not there up in the street corners. Like, I have the gift of healing. Come to me and I will come to you. You yeah. know, and if someone really had, Stretch out I haven't heard leg. the argument. If someone really has the gift of healing, why do we have hospitals? Why do we right. have hospice centers? Why do we have all these different things? Well, Which is fair. And, and you know, what was Luke? Luke was a physician. He was a doctor. So wouldn't you say maybe he would have a gift of healing? Theoretically, uh, he traveled with Paul. To say the gift of healing is just strictly prayer and miracles and because uh, mm, even yeah, in, maybe because I, I i believe that even in jewish time there was physicians in the jewish yes. culture well there was obviously because look at luke even though you know, uh, this is where i struggle right this is where i personally this is where and, and i have I'll be, i have not put enough research in to know what the real talk what here, the right? medical situation of the jews no are. but real talk you know even in the egyptian times prior to christ uh there was all sorts of medical things that they did and they even embalmed right and 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 there was a ritual for even jesus's body of, of a certain type of embalming to preserve the body yep um so they had knowledge of anatomy and how things sort of worked right now i wouldn't say they were as advanced in medicine and stuff like that as we are now but i do know when Christ was on the cross. He said, I thirst. And what they tried to give him to drink was the wine. And it was supposed to help kill some of the pain. And he rejected it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, they had some sense of how things worked with the body and they tried to ease pains and stuff like that. So I, I do think there was modern medicine for them. 
Um, and, and check this out. So I actually found a a journal essay for it's it's underneath the Pet Bed Central, and it's talking about the physician in ancient Israel, his status and function. And the first sentence says, "For centuries, the Jews have distinguished themselves in the practice of medicine, a tradition reaching back to the Talmudic times when rabbis were frequently acknowledging." are frequently acknowledged for their healing skills. Mm. And this trend developed during the medieval period in Europe when Jews, excluded from practically all the learned professions, turned to medicine as means of livelihood. So mm. even in Jewish customs, the days when Jesus was there and the the ancient Jews that practiced following Yahweh, there were still physicians among them. There were still healers. And I think that that knowledge was given to them by God. They were, that was a gift. It was a gift from God. That was a gift of healing, right? They weren't, they weren't called doctors back then. They were probably called healers or medicine men or whatever they call them. You know, I don't, I don't know. Right. Um, but my thought again, this, I'm, this is not like thus saith the Lord. This is all fuller opinion stuff. Um, I would think that, that when there's a possibility I haven't studied the Greek on on James or or this First Corinthian passage. I just haven't. Um, but there is a possibility that when when they're talking about the gift of healing, it's not just necessarily meaning a miraculous hearing. Because if it did, why did we say performing miracles right after that? That's so true. It, it's split, okay, that's right? true. It's split. There's performing miracles and there's healing. So it could be that it is talking about a miraculous healing, but it. I'd have to go and study it is what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. But my thought process right now is there's there's a possibility it may not mean that, but I don't know because I haven't studied it. That's fair. So so let's jump to James 5 then, right? Where it's sure. about calling on the elders. Sure. The, the main primary thing that we have to talk about in this passage is the fact of it says prayer, anointing of the head, and prayers of faith, like the, sure. like the prayers of the faith, and they sure. will heal them and Jesus will raise them up. And so – I got this quote from our good old friends at gotquestions.org talking about, and they asked the question of what is the prayers of faith? Sure. Right. And so this comes directly from them. We'll have the link in the the show notes. And it says the prayer of faith is made by the elders of a church visiting a sick person under their spiritual care. The prayer accompanied by anointing with oil is offered in the name of the Lord. That is in the Lord's authority and subject to his will. Prayer is made in full confidence of God's power to heal. In the a particular illness is the result of personal. Although if the particular illness is the result of personal sin, then confession and repentance of that sin is also called for. The raising up of James five fifteen is not necessarily physical. If it were, then no believer should ever die. Many Christians do die from disease or injury every year, but this doesn't mean they are lacking faith and that those who are praying for them lack faith. It simply means that it was not the Lord's will to heal in that particular instance. See John 5:14. Uh, 1 John 5:14. The prayer of faith is offered in faith and part of faith is trusting that God knows best. Those who pray should be unwavering in their confidence that God will always do what is right. Having prayed the prayer of faith, we can cheerfully commit our lives into God's hand. The restoration of the sick one that James 5:15 guarantees as a result of the prayer of faith includes emotional, spiritual restoration that comes in the form of God's comfort and peace. So, you know, I actually, I didn't bring these articles in there, but I read from, read one from, you know, John Piper. Sure. I, your dogs are barking. Yep, they um, are. I read one from John Piper. I read one from uh, the Gospel Coalition and a couple other just general sources that I was just reading today. Mm-hmm. And they all were talking about the specific thing of the oil is the setting apart for the consecration of the Lord. In other words, mm-hmm. like, like when... When a king was anointed with oil, what was the purpose of that? It was to say, you are God's elect. You're, you're you are, apart, you are set right? apart for this. In the same way, when you anoint someone's head with oil, now some people would actually say, you know, was that actually like, did, did they anoint them with some thieves? Did they anoint them with some lavender? Probably and, olive oil. Uh, probably <laughs> olive oil. But as a fact of we're consecrating you to sure. God and we're putting you into God's hands because there's nothing else that we can do. Well, and that's, I'm looking at verse 15, right? And I, Again, I have not studied this passage in the Greek behind it. Okay. But when I read it in English, it says, the prayer of the faith will save the sick person, right? And the Lord will raise him up. It's not saying we'll heal the sick person. It's saying we'll save the sick person. And we'll, God, the Lord will raise him up, and if he's committed any sin, does that mean, and this is just a, a question I I. 
it's making me have to go study this now because mm-hmm. I'm curious. That's what I'm saying, man. Like it's in the because a low key the Lord will, the Lord will raise it. him up if he committed sins. It will be forgiven. Or is this maybe? Hey, he's on death's door, and the, <laughs> they're praying over him. That and this is the whole confession, and this is where the Catholics get the confessional, the the last rites thing. Yeah, the 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 whole holy unction. You know, right? maybe, yeah. maybe this is the passage they use. I, again, I have and not. This is the passage they use. Is it? Mm-hmm. So I have not studied this in depth to really say one way or the other, but I'm saying, okay, I could, I, if this is what they're using, I could see where they would get that from. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying I could see where they're getting it from. Right. Cause it, it could be depending on how the Greek is laid out. I mean, English to Greek translation is, uh, you know, not always correct or the most accurate. So, uh, I would say that, um, I need to study this more, but there's a possibility that I could, I could see it. I mean, I've always taken it as, the prayer of the or the prayer of faith will heal i guess is the way i've always taken it not save but heal the sick person and the lord will raise him up because i grew up in the pentecostal where that's what it was all faith healing stuff um but i'm not that way anymore i don't believe that <laughs> no i will say this a lot of times when you talk about the lord will raise him up like i'm thinking of a, a lot of the psalms right? right and and david talked about when he was in the valley of the shadow of death when he was brought low, and it says God will raise, you know, God raises me up and right. lifts our spirit. So is it one of those things where, you know, when God raises someone up, they raise them up from the pit of despair, sure, and, and encourages them and enlightens them. Yeah, you know, I can kind of think of, I could see that. Like you know, a lot of people, and and, and I'll, I'll I'll step into my pastor pastoral role a little bit. There's a lot of times when people, when they're in the hospital or they're sick for any little. Th- you know, jot or tell or whatever, they just expect their pastor to always be there. And right. and Scott was teaching me, you know, we can't be there for everything, but you also need to learn what to be there for. Right. And like, you know, if someone's in the hospital quite a bit, like, do you always have to be there? Yes or no. But every single time when someone is, is dying or passing away, well, generally you go there for the person who was left. Cause right. whenever, the whenever family. someone dies, there's more than one victim. There's, there's more than one victim, right? There's the person that does die. And then there's a person that's still here that yeah, still has to grieve it. And so a lot of times you go not for the person, but you also go for the grieving family that is there as well. But so many times, I know so many times Scott would say he'd go to people on their deathbed and just share the gospel with them and pray for them and anoint them. And so is that what it's talking about, that God will save them, their sins will be forgiven? The fact that, you know, deathbed conversions are actually a thing. Right. You know, is is that what this is also talking about? Because, you know, we can't say that, this always works. Every time an elder prays that someone gets better, oh, it I, always works. I can attest from from experience that that's not the case. Right. So, you know, whenever there's a counter argument, you have to go, okay, so what what is actually the truth that's being said? Because if we sure. can just call on the elders and he does all these things, does that mean our elders suck? Does that mean our elders aren't but the, righteous but, men? But here's the thing is, is you know? and this is where it gets dangerous, right? This is where This is where I think many false teachers have hurt many people is they go up you didn't get healed you must have a sin in your life you must not have the faith or else you'd be healed Mm -hmm. and and that has been said so many times and it is so wrong so wrong right because there's been many times when people haven't been healed shoot the lord himself said if this if 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 there may be anything that this cup passes over me let it be so you know basically that hey if if there's anything else lord so he's praying for himself, and yet he still died. Now it was forward plan, right? Mm-hmm. And I wholeheartedly believe that every life is ended at a certain time, predetermined by God, for a purpose. There is a purpose behind it. The purpose may be to meet him face to face. It may be to influence something else. I, I don't know. It, it's beyond me, but there is a purpose to it. There's a purpose to every life that is is given on earth everyone has a purpose there's a reason they're here so if there's a purpose in life for everyone there's also a purpose in death is there a purpose in death and that's kind of where fuller thought i believe there's (laughs) a there's a purpose in death right i don't know what that purpose is i'm not god but i i believe that for some reason for some time for some appointed way it could affect a family member or whatever, you know, 50 years down the road. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's, I believe, I'd like to believe that there's a purpose for the death. Yeah, I like that. And, and I'm not trying to transition back into my thoughts. So I'll just make a harsh 
right turn. Just do it. But, you know, when, when the Apostle Paul talks about in a lot of his passages that he's either writing to the other churches or just in his own reflections, you see him say, like, uh, actually, I'm just going to say the verse. So you got 2 Corinthians 12, 6 through 9. It says, for if I want to boast... I wouldn't be a fool because I would be telling the truth, but I will spare you so that no one can credit me with something beyond what he sees in me or hears from me, especially because of the extraordinary revelation. So basically Paul's like, I got all these things. Don't worry about it. He says, therefore, so that I would not exalt myself, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to torment me so that I would not exalt myself. And I'll just say, possible as all these things. And he says to keep him humble, this thorn in the flesh was given. And what does it, what does it say? He says, I pleaded with the Lord three times. Sure. If the Apostle Paul was a righteous man, he was the elder appointing the elders, wouldn't God have saved him? But well, the Apostle Paul said God chose not to remove it. So therefore... Yeah, there's many reasons of you know, what, what they think. You know, a lot of theologians think, what is the thorn in the side? And, and Paul didn't say what that no, thorn some is. Think it's eyesight. Some people think it's his physical body. Some, some people think yeah, it's people, like actual right. real people. Some people think it's like heretics, uh, you know, attacking him or Judaizers or, you know, there's a lot of different theories of what that could be. But yeah, I mean... It definitely goes to say if if he's praying for something, right? Paul, the writer of most of the New Testament, and it's not being taken away from him. I mean, it obviously has nothing to do with faith, I wouldn't think, because there's a plan in it. God has it there for a reason, and it's to keep Paul humble. Right. I even think of the blind man, right? When when the, the apostles were like, well, who's sin? Him or his parents? And Jesus is like, neither. Right. <laughs> so that, right. Way, that, that way God may be glorified but, through him. Right, you know? exactly. So, uh, yeah, I but, wholeheartedly Yeah, agree. and then when you keep going, even in Galatians 4, the apostle Paul flat out says, my physical appearance was a problem for you folks. Right. Like, the way my physical body is, it was, in his own words, says, it was a trial for you. Which I think is fascinating, the fact of Paul has these sore in the flesh, and his own physical appearance even caused people issues. And if he could have been healed, God would have healed him, you right. know? And then you keep going, you see in uh, 2 Timothy 4.20, he was, you know, doing his, like, final writings to, to Timothy. And he said, Erasmus has remained in Corinth. I left Trumpheus sick at Miletus. Right. In other words, homeboy was sick, yeah. and he had to go get better before he could continue. And so, but if Paul had the gifts of healing or if Paul could just, you know, call on the elders, he is the elder anointed and pray, he would get better and he'd be sick. Sure. But the fact is uh, even Paul himself or even Paul's companions, sickness is still here because of the human condition, just what we're dealing it's with. Part it's part of humans. sin. It's part of sin. It's part of sin, right? The, fa the fallen nature of humanity and the world due to sin is sickness and death. Mm -hmm. And it's just something we have to go through. And, and I like the statement you said earlier, if, if, if it were true, and maybe you're reading a quote, but if it were true that uh, Christians could be healed just by faith alone, then we would be immortal and never die. Right, we would, we would <laughs> our, our physical body things. would never die because yeah. we just keep praying over each other. Yeah. Last verse I got though, First Timothy five twenty three is, and this was Paul talking to Timothy. Sure. Don't continue drinking only water. Use a little wine because of your stomach and your frequent illness. Timothy was constantly sick. And homeboy yeah, was set up to be one of the elders. And what did the apostle pay? The apostle Paul say, he said, drink some wine because of the healing properties that it has. I don't know if it was Chardonnay or Moscato. I don't really know. But the apostle Paul said, drink. In other words, it probably wasn't either external, of those. External. Yeah, his it was actually. I mean, his Greek culture, so it probably tastes better than those. It wasn't box wine, but <laughs> it was probably actually fresh, like grape wine. I would like. Not not processed. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. That's not true. processed wine. That's true. But, you know, but the Apostle Paul, Apostle Paul says, use something external right. to take away the pain and the edge to help you. Right. And so even Paul, the person who had the, you know, the greatest faith, uh, the, the uh, one of the founders of the early church, even told, the, uh, even told Timothy, use medicine. It's okay. Use medicine. It's okay. Sure. Like, I know you're just drinking water. You're trying to do what you got to do, but... Medicine is not always a bad thing. So then, you know, when you come to all these conversations, those are the, probably, I would say the main two passages that people say specifically about, you know, modern medicine and mm. that Christians don't need to worry about, it, except for just the natural healing to the apostles and Jesus. Sure. But then the question still remains is, okay, so what should we do with modern medicine? And then what about like alternative medicines, like, you know, holistic medicines, which I'm, side note, I mean, I'm just going to jump into it. I'm a huge fan of or there's acupuncture, or there, <laughs> there's essential oils. 
essential oils. There's there's meditation. There's other different things that we can do. And there's even natural remedies that are out there in the world. Like we hear about like Native Americans who would use just the plants of the land to help heal other people as well. And that's becoming a very modern type thing rather than pharmaceuticals. So how do we handle all these different things coming out of this conversation? Mm. Well, I think one, you have to live by conviction, right? Mm-hmm. So if you believe that you don't Let need... Let each man be convinced in his own mind? Yeah. If you believe that you don't need modern medicine, then I would say don't go after modern medicine. Don't use it. Uh, I, I don't think it's wise, but you live by your convictions. Mm-hmm. I would say I would stay away from... I, I'm all about natural remedies, but there are certain natural remedies, which we say are remedies, which I don't believe are correct, like marijuana psychedelics meditation shrooms meditation i'm not on board with because of where it comes from that's just me personally right meditation comes from um some um, pagan worshiping stuff well that's the meditation uh, of emptying yourself I and mean, there is a biblical meditation meditate sure, on the things day sure, and night. sure but that's uh, the mantra stuff it, yes and that's what this is referring to mm-hmm. right the mantra oh stuff and I'm, I can't get, I just can't get behind those things, right? That's just me personally. The essential oils. I mean, if I'm, you can prove a, it to me, homie. Like, I mean, we use thieves at our house. I'm a thieves guy, thieves. right? So, yep. so there are some properties. Uh, I think that hey, they're thieves for one thing, right? There's certain things that I use kill lavender and burns, and kill stuff. kills bacteria, stuff like that. That I'm all about that. Do I think I'm gonna drink lavender? potions and stuff like that probably not lavender lemonade is pretty dope that's probably not lavender lemonade is pretty dope yeah but it's just (laughs) i don't think it's gonna heal me drinking all this stuff i just don't i just that's me personally now i'm not saying that it's wrong right or indifferent right Mm -hmm. live by your conviction if you think it helps you go for it uh it's just not my cup it's not my cup of tea yep (laughs) and so so i'm also more of a natural type guy when it comes to rather and, and i'm Beth sometimes like I drive her nuts because like I take Tylenol ibuprofen as like a last resort because I just don't like taking it. Sure. Um, but it's one of those things where I feel like so many times people take medicine to excuse their lifestyles. You know, mm. and, and no, 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 not, not all the time. No, no, but follow, follow me, follow me, follow me. Right? Like, why are you taking medicine for all these headaches that you're dealing with? Sometimes because you just need to drink more water, to drink more water, or eat better foods. Because again, processed foods do something to us. Mm. It's true. It's facts. It's science. I, I, you got to be careful though, because there are people that have natural migraines, right? Just natural migraines from right. tension or whatever. It has nothing to do with their lifestyle, what they're doing themselves. They just are naturally tense and get migraine headaches because of that. There's people that have all sorts of sickness and disease. Right. That it's not because of a lifestyle they chose. Um, and I'm not disagreeing with you. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying for people who are choosing to, it's, it's almost like the, okay. Well, so you like, just made a statement that it sounded like that. Well, cause I didn't finish my thought. I'm sorry. So, uh, I'll my, pause. my brother, for example, right. My dad too, my, drove sure. my mom nuts. So my brother, right, like he has had so many health issues over the years and all these struggles and hurdles and all these different things. However, all the kid eats is processed fried foods and all he drinks is Mountain Dew. And I'm like, if you would just change your diet. Sure. And again, he still would need to take certain medicines because of just all the the surgeries he's had to have. Mm -hmm. Granted, right. But I'm like, dude, you wouldn't always feel like junk if you would actually eat something healthy once in a while. But it depends on what they have going on, right? Because there's some some people. Okay, I'll give you an example, right? So I have a person that I used to attend church with that was a bodybuilder that took care of his body immaculately. Only ate healthy foods. I actually know several people like this. All natural, healthy foods did not abuse their body with drinking, smoking. Their body was the temple. It 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 was the temple. And they ended up with cancer. Mm -hmm. And they ended up with a bunch of health problems. And they treated their body better than you or I would ever think or imagine to treat our bodies or any naturalist. I mean, they were like the healthiest organic foods. And yet their bodies still were in just mass disarray mm-hmm. without medication, without lifestyle, and they end up having to get on medication to help them through it. And yet they did everything natural and took care and of it. And I themselves. agree, and they should. And, I, and I'm not, a, and I was probably about this in the show, I'm not, like, my one of my kids is on ADHD medicine. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm not against certain types of antidepressants. I'm not against doing certain things in your life in order to, like, 
yes, be more fully engaged. But at the same time, it's more the fact of it, it mainly goes back to like, like gut health does a lot of good things. And I know a lot of people who have done, again, we can't control everything. And this is why I'm not against modern medicine at all. I mean, shoot, we were just at the ER and the doctor for two of my kids the other day. Like I'm not against modern medicine at all. All I'm trying to say is the simple fact of we need to take care of and steward what we have well. But again, we can't just reject and refuse modern medicine either. You know, that's that's where I'm at. It's the fact of, yes, we need to holistic, holistic, sure. holistically take care of ourselves. Sure. Because, yes, your spiritual health, I actually believe your spiritual health can mess up your physical health. In the same way your emotional health can mess up your physical health. Sure. But, yes, we need to be holistically minded in that. But I'm also like I get I just get nervous when we're so fast to flip for just, you know, quick drugs to fix the problems real fast. And I guess I'm I'm very hesitant of saying, well, let's try all this natural stuff when it's like you got cancer. Like this is you can try. But I feel like that's a massive pendulum swing. Well, like you have cancer. So take some lavender. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. Take the chemo. But but, what what I I'm saying this for is because there are many people out there like that. Mm-hmm. And many people may take what you're saying and be like, yeah, I agree. That's why I won't go and, and get chemo. <laughs> that's not and what that's you're saying. That's not what I'm saying. It's the same for like those, those Christians. And this is a 2012 article at Manchester, England, who stopped taking their AIDS medication. Right. Because a couple of people and they died because of it. Then there was others who stopped taking, but it's even saw a oh, 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 diabetic and they didn't do anything with it. And it's like, sure. No, but it's go, even even people get the insulin that have depression, mm-hmm. right? If you need to be on antidepressants and that helps you, that's what you need, mm-hmm. right? That that no matter how much natural stuff you're going to do is going to help you in that. Now, yes, there are some things that we can do to try to help that, mm-hmm. but you need to be on that medicine first. And I agree. And there's people in our Facebook group who actually have even shared on their own social media of like, yes, I deal with postpartum depression. Sure. Yes, take that to help you be the best mom you can be. I fully agree. Right. I fully agree yeah. with that. Yeah, so you just have to be careful, though, of saying, well, I'd rather just do natural. And it's like, well, I get that, but there's some people that don't have that option, right? And so we have to be careful in what we say when we make statements like that. Oh, and I'm agreeing with you. But if yeah. people, I think, are taking my statement and run in the wrong direction, I don't think they're hearing the... The, the 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 heart behind it. I know. I, well, either, that's you know. Well, that's why I'm just trying to clarify. I appreciate that. 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 That's not yeah. what's being said here, right? We're not but, saying, hey, you know what? Natural is the way to go because. Obviously, you have a, a child who is taking medicine. I am a man who is taking medicine. I have family who is taking medicine. I have friends who are taking medicine. And they took the best care of themselves. Not me. I haven't. But I have friends that have taken the best care of themselves and had to be on medicine. And yeah. that's okay. There's and my mom's one of those. And that's what I'm saying. And then there's nothing wrong with that. But right. all I'm trying to say is the fact of, and I'm not even trying to say, of, oh, you just need to live a better lifestyle and everything will be fixed because we're the, the, it's the curse of sin. Sure. Right. But what I'm also trying to say is the fact of, yes, I, I'm all here for modern medicine and I am very thankful for it. And I think we're blessed for it. I mean, sure. shoot, I have had operations sure. to fix issues that I've had right. because of the modern technology that we have. So sure. yes, we need to lean into it. We need to be thankful for it, for heart transplants and lung transplants and kidney tra- Like, holy crap, this stuff is awesome. Right. You know what I mean? And I, and again, I'm not against that fact of, if you have kidney disease, yes, call the elders, yes, pray, but also use the wisdom that God's given you and the right. wisdom that the doctors have given you. Because I also firmly believe that modern medicine is actually a gift from God. Sure. And that people have been given these gifts and understanding of just how the body itself works. Right. Because you see some of the greatest scientists in the world were Christians. Right. Well, and some of the greatest physicians in the world were were. Christians and, and even Jews who feared Yahweh. Sure. And it's because we appreciated the way God put the body together and we sure. want to help people. And that's, that's, There's that's been, the, what is it? The, 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 the Hippocratic oath or what's mm-hmm. the, where it's the, I will do no harm. Right. I will do. Yeah. No, and that's what doctors. So role is. So there's been multi millions, if not billions of people that have lived because of modern medicine. Mm-hmm. Likewise, there's been multi millions of babies that have died because of anatomy and modern medicine. So, I mean, there is a pendulum swing, right? Mm-hmm. It can be used for good or for evil. And and we have to be careful and mindful of that. Just like you can abuse medicine or you can not abuse medicine, which is where I think more where you're coming from. Do what you can to make sure you are healthy so you don't have to be on medicine if you don't have to be. But if you have to be on medicine, be on medicine is what right. you're saying. 
Like, like again, like diabetes is not just because you eat McDonald's. Right. Well, like, I have a great friend who, I mean, homegirl is in shape. Yeah. And she's type two. Well, there's, there's kids born with diabetes. They did nothing but be born. I mean, shoot, Nick Jonas <laughs> has, was born with it. And dude is ripped. Look at uh, Je- Jess Ronnie and, and her son. Right. You know, I mean, that, that wasn't something he chose. That's not something that happened. It just, it's partisan, right? It's part of the fall of man. And, and I think that I just, I'm just trying to clarify that so people don't just hear, okay, natural. Yeah, uh, okay, essential oils because RTC does it. No, right. that's not what no. we're saying. So we are for medicine. We are for natural me- remedies. We are for whatever you believe is the right path that God has you on. I'm also just for make sure you take care of yourself because <laughs> a diet of, of of fried food and, and, and Mountain Dew is not probably the wisest thing. As you drink coffee with creamer in it, that's heavily processed. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> it's calling the kettle black there. That's not my whole diet, though. No, it's not, but you is it the proper way to take care of yourself? No, we probably shouldn't drink that stuff. I'm just saying, like... Some people, like me, right? I probably eat healthier than most people that are skinnier than me, and yet I'm Because fat. of just the way your body Because of is. my, my right, my and physical I agree. makeup. And we talked about that in the obesity it has episode. Nothing, yeah. It has nothing to do with my eating habits, right? I eat salads all the time. I eat very lean meats. It's just my body type. Yep. So, And that just happens. Yep, and I agree. And so I don't want anyone to think that I'm over here trying to... What's the word I'm looking for? Medical, modernized, body crunchy, shame, crunchy. I'm not trying to crunchy mom shame nobody. That's right. that's not the goal, right? Because there are times, and I've known people who have relied on essential oils when they probably should have gone see a psychologist and seen a therapist and got on antidepressants, right? And and it's fine. It's yeah. okay to it's okay to be on that stuff. Yeah, there's no shame. No shame. There's no shame. And our family is. I mean, we're walking testimonies of that. Sure, hundred percent. Yes. Any last thoughts before we go into fun facts with Fuller, my dude? I love you, man. See, this is the deal, bro. It's the fact that we, but but the, here's the deal: most people don't want to have these conversations. They're tough conversations, but we have them, and that's how we do it, right? And, and they're uncomfortable conversations, right? Nobody wants to be like, "Hey, you're abusing medication," or "Hey, you know, you may, you probably could take care of your body a little bit better," or "Hey, you probably need to be on some medication," and you and you on the essential you're crazy. Oils. You on the crazy train? <laughs> we can get you off. So like these let's are, get some. It's uncomfortable. Conversations had, but I, I think they're important conversations to have. I love it. But at the end of the day, uh, use wisdom. I think that, that's where my, my thought is. Just use wisdom. Live by conviction. There you go. I love it. Ready for some fun facts? Let's do it. Time for fun facts with Fuller. <laughs> you know. Pa- packing up and everything. He's like, I'm I just done. put my iPad away. I'm He's going like, home. I don't have to think no more. I could just be. It's our 11th cent a night, man. But here's the deal, bro. We had no idea what these conversations were going to hold tonight, and they all three were long. <laughs> you know what? But they were all three good. They were solid, mind. bro. I mean, that's I just, love you, homie. That's I love just you. Our, I, do too. I love you, brother. So let's send the people out. I closed my iPad because, again, I don't want to see this fun fact. This is three times in a row that I have no stinking clue this what the fun fact one. is, dude. This is a good one. It better not. It better be good. You teed it up that well. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good one. So all right, give it to us. Fun fact of the day of the day before he became president abraham lincoln was an elite wrestling champion in 300 matches what he only lost one time come on bonus fact he also was a licensed bartender (laughs) fun facts of the day honest abe whooped some people's butts in wrestling 299 people is this what is is this what it's like when when people don't have tv and social media they actually like wrestle people hey you want to (laughs) wrestle but but we talked about this though in college we had wrestling matches all this time dude in the whole football boxing matches whatever dude when you ain't got nothing to do what are you supposed to do my favorites though is like watching like the videos of the guys like with those big exercise ball run full speed jump and bodies (sighs) and they go And, and i go Mm, perpetual motion. That's what I think when I see that. And I'm like, somebody's going to get hurt. Because <laughs> we're old. <laughs> when we were young, we were like, dude, I got a mattress. What can we do with this? Yeah. Now we're like, you could go to bed with it. Now That's I'm like, you you'll break a hip. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, Abraham Lincoln whipped up on some, which I want to know who, he, 299. Lo- who did he lose to. Well, just remember, Honest Abe was like freakishly tall. That's true. 
But he was also freakishly skinny. That's true, but he was lean, mean, fighting machine. Who could whip up an old-fashioned real fast? I love it. Well, guys, just like always, it was an honor and a pleasure and a blessing to hang out with you again this week. If you are over on Apple Podcasts, before the episode ends, leave a rating review over on Spotify. Leave a rating because that would mean the world to us. And if this episode meant something to you, share it with a friend. Check us out on realtalkchristianpodcast.com. And also, don't forget, we'll be at the Engedi Music Festival, Whoop. July 22nd, 23rd, Southwest Michigan. Leonidas, you can check them out on Facebook while you're there as well. And it's with uh, Engedi Music Engedi Festival.com. Engedi Music Fest.com. Just Google N, one word, Getty, different so word, E-N Music N Fest. space G-E-D-I. We'll be hanging out with Jordan Felice, I am they, and so many more other people. We'll be recording stuff right there on the spot. We'll also be teaching some sessions. It's going to be a good time, my dude. It's going to be lit. I love it. Well, if you have any questions for the show, head over head over to realtalkchristianpodcast.com. Scroll to the bottom of the homepage or the contact page and just fill out that contact form. We'd love to answer questions that you have either here on the show or via text or email. Anything else these people got to know before we let them go on their wonderful way? No, sir. I love it, guys. Well, hey, we love you guys. And until next time, take it easy.